Is there a world where the Ducks do not take Adam Fantilli with the number two pick and instead go with a super Swede? Hmm, I'll talk about that on this episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day, and thanks for being an everydayer, unlike me right now on the video side at least. But yeah, we're here every day on the audio side. Uh, Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms. That includes ad-free on Amazon. We are also on the YouTubes, and also we're on SiriusXM, so check us out there. All right, so yesterday, or last episode, I talked about Adam Fantilli. I talked about the fact that the Ducks got the number two pick. Uh, before I move on with the rest of, this episode, rest of the episode, I need to have a little bit of transparency here. So the video side has not come out too much. In fact, I'm recording this, you know, immediately before I'm going to head to the airport a quick trip uh, i should be back by thursday so it'll be a quick hit trip audios audio should go up regularly i'm struggling here folks because i gotta leave in about 45 minutes so audio side should be as normal video side will still take some time just because there's editing and also i do have a quick trip that i'm doing so i'll be a little bit busy so just wanted to Keep that open as far as transparency and as far as peeling back the curtain. That's why video has been inconsistent. But on the audio side, you're still getting the same episodes as is right away. So just want to make that clear. And also there's this whole thing I do. You know, I'm the public address for the Firebirds. Still in the playoffs. So that's keeping me busy. College baseballs keep me busy. So it's just like a whole mess of busyness. Whew, I'm exhausted from talking about that. All right. Last time I talked about Adam Fantilli. Oh, by the way, I haven't had any drinks on this one. We're good there. I also have to drive. So, (laughs) but what if the Ducks don't get Adam Fantilli with the number two pick? What if they decide to go a different direction Well, there are a couple reasons why that would happen. Reason number one would be that the Ducks decide that they already are good on center depth and they would want to go after someone that can be both a center and a winger. The Ducks have someone like that on their roster right now. Someone by the name of Adam Henrique. Henrique does primarily play wing. But he plays on occasion that center position and he can take the important face off when he has to. So for what it's worth, the Ducks value someone that is solid on wing but also can play center. So some of you I think know where I'm going with this. Maybe the Ducks could look to replace Adam Henrique the following year because I don't know if Henrique's going to last past next season. In fact, he could be a trade target in this upcoming season's trade deadline. So what if the Ducks go with another Super Swede? Well, they have a history of this. The Ducks certainly have a history of drafting Swedes. Might I 
talk about this for a hot minute. The Ducks and Swedes have a pretty decent history. I'm going to go way back to one of my guys back in the 99 draft, Nicholas Havlid. Remember Havlid was picked, I think, in the third round, and he was with the Ducks for a few seasons. He was on that mighty Ducks team when they made it all the way to the 2003 Stanley Cup Final. That was a fun team. Still one of my favorite teams of all time. And still the one that got away thanks to the damn Devils. Yeah, still hate the Devils. Still hate them. But Havlid was part of that team. And he was a major cog for the Mighty Ducks back then. And I feel like that was the first really, you know, solid player that the Mighty Ducks picked up from Sweden. And then there was a while where they didn't draft any Swedes because of who was the GM. And, you know, they they were fine. Then entered the age of Bob Murray and selecting a ton of Swedes. Let's go back to 2011. Ricky. Ricard Raquel. First round pick. Raquel played a very important role for the Mighty Ducks. For Sorry, for the Anaheim Ducks. They were the Anaheim Ducks now he was important for them William Carlson didn't last too long in an Anaheim jersey but you see Wild Bill doing really well in Vegas Uh, but Raquel he was part of those division titles he was part of that iconic comeback on Catella game against the Edmonton Oilers Raquel was right there Max Freeberg who remembers Freeberg how about this 2012 first round pick Super defenseman, Hampus Lindholm. We see how important Lindholm is now that he's gone. But Lindholm was a very important part of that Ducks franchise. And you know what? He also contributed on that comeback on Catella game. And also contributed to some division titles for the Ducks. Then there's Marcus Pedersen. Didn't last too long, but there you go. How about Jacob Larson? Well, that experiment didn't work out quite so well. The last... The last decent player that the Ducks drafted from Sweden was Isaac Lundestrom, another first-round pick. And Lundestrom, I still think, is a solid center. I think he's a solid third- or fourth-line center. But there's another Swede off in the wings that can play wing. And his name is Leo Carlson, who is by far the top European prospect in this season's NHL draft. So it wouldn't be completely a reach if the Ducks were to select Leo Carlson at the number two pick. In fact, for for a while, there was a bit of a back and forth between who was actually the number two pick. Would it be Leo Carlson? Would it be Adam Fantilli? This didn't last too long, but there was a time where there was not a consensus number two pick. And those were two of the big names that were on there. Um, Also on there was Mitchkoff. But I think more teams are going to, you know, stay tend to stay away. I think he might drop to maybe five. He could drop to five. Because he's going to be in Russia for a while. But Carlson, right now, he's playing with grown-ass men in Sweden. Just this past season... In the Swedish Hockey League, which is the top hockey league in Sweden, he scored 10 goals, 
25 points in 44 games and also had a decent playoff run with Orbro with with Orbro HK in the Swedish Hockey League. He's someone that can immediately contribute. And you know what? We're going to head to the first intermission, so we'll talk more about Leo Carlson on the other side. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Indeed, because there's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. It's a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Do it all. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description. And even better, it's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent first. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offer good for a limited time. Once again, claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm going to try to keep this one short since I do have a flight to catch. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Leo Carlson, both the player and the person. First, let's talk about the player himself. Another big-bodied player. 6'3", almost 200 pounds. He is already built for the NHL. The fact that he's already playing with grown adult men at age 18, turning 19 soon, he's already ready as far as having an NHL body, as far as being a smart player, as far as being prolific. Well, Leo Carlson is right up there. He could be an immediate impact type of player. That's someone that you might want. Now, I know Columbus would love to have Leo Carlson or Adam Fantilli. They could take either one. That is fine. Carlson is a top three draft pick. He is. And as far as a lot of scouting reports, he's third, a couple of them second, and one of them even has him first. Yeah. And that's NHL Central Scouting, by the way, that has him ranked first. But there's a lot of saying it wouldn't be, you know, it didn't used to be too much of a stretch to see him at number two. And I could see the Ducks picking him up. (laughs) He could be a center, but he could immediately compete for a roster spot if he chooses to go on that wing position. And he has played wing. He's, you know, shifted to the wing position for Orobro. In the SHL. Maybe they're preparing him for life in the National Hockey League. Maybe they know something that we don't. Because if he goes to Anaheim, I think they would more likely have him as a wing instead of a center. That way the Ducks up the middle could still have Isaac Lundestrom as a third line center. 
look, Lundy was fine as a third line center, or you could place Carlson on third line center, and that would be fine too. In fact, I would say, hey, bring it on. So once again, big body, officially 6'3", a buck 98, but I'm just going to say 6'3", 200 pounds. That's all I'm going to say. Super filthy handles. And he's got a finesse game and also some very good skating ability. I wouldn't say one of the best skaters, but he is above average. That is something that he has improved on dramatically over the past couple of seasons. So if he's still improving on skating with that body, if you can have that kind of frame and be an above average skater, then yeah, bring him on. Something else that I like, he has got such an active stick and is super responsible on the defensive side. He is for sure a two-way player and very, very responsible. In fact, um, there's one scout, Goran Stubb, who said the following about Leo Carlson. Quote, He stays on the puck well along the boards and is hard to knock down in battles. He also understands his role at all times defensively as plays develop and he's constantly reading and identifying his options. Whether that's space opening up for him to put a puck in for a moving teammate, a layer he can use as a screen for his shots, or a lane he can take on an entry. We feel Carlson is a bit more mature than Mitchkoff and more of an NHL type of player as he is bigger and stronger. Carlson is also a better two-way player with a good knowledge of his defensive responsibilities. They're very special players, but he's an excellent prospect and has the tools needed to be a star in the NHL in the future. End quote. That's pretty high praise for someone that's playing with the big boys in Europe. Do the Ducks need better defense? Yes. Would it be a bad option to get Carlson because he is defensively responsible? Also, yes. Both can be true. The Ducks had a historically bad defense. Um, Do I need to remind you of the amount of shots the Ducks gave up this season? Do I need to remind you of the expected goals against the Ducks had this season? Oh, we have a video about that. It's the Ducks by numbers. I didn't do report cards. I did a season by the numbers. Illustrating just how bad the defense was. It was crap. It was bad. So, outside of Fantilli, I I think I'd still prefer Fantilli. But if the Ducks wanted to go that direction and get Leo Carlson, I would not mind that at all. In fact, those are my two top picks for the Ducks to get in this draft. And it could go either way. And I'm sure I'll ask, like, I'm going to ask more scouts, you know, once the Firebird season ends, once we're close to the draft, I'll have more time to reach out, get some scouts, get their take on it, and see who they prefer. And I think most would prefer Adam Fantilli, but at least there's an option. And Leo Carlson, he would not be a bad option at all for this Anaheim Ducks team in the future. Finally, we got to talk about Leo Carlson, 
the person. So I don't know how many are aware of this or how many have read up on Leo Carlson, but there is something that is very endearing about him. And if you've heard me talk the last 15 minutes, um, you could see how I'd relate to this. Leo Carlson, he stutters a bit. I've seen a couple of his interviews and he does have a stutter. I know that I at times have, well, I, I kind of have what's called the Mexican lisp or the JG lisp, you know, especially on my side of the family that talks a lot. Yeah, that is kind of a common thing. We have that GJ lisp, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hilarious that I have like a slight lisp and yet I'm a professional public address announcer and have talked 700 and almost 750 times about this team. <laughs> I've gotten over my demons. I've taken public speaking and I have improved on it, something that I still work on. And if you've heard this podcast, yeah, I've kind of stumbled a little bit. It's also really early in the morning and I'm about to catch a flight, so I'm a little bit tired. But Carlson stutters. I find it endearing. I I think it's great how much he embraces it. You know, he knows it's a part of him. And, you know, it does get a little bit worse when he's nervous. And that's natural for anyone that has to speak in front of a camera or who has to do interviews in front of people or who has to be on at all times. Yes, it is difficult. And, you know, it is something that he has worked on, which I just praise him for. And he has said it, that it's a part of him. I, I love that. I love that he owns it. That, to me, shows character. It shows courage. The fact that he kind of calls himself out on it, that shows integrity. Something that you would want for a future NHL player. Someone that could be a star in the making. Someone that has that kind of integrity and has that kind of composure. And he's someone that, you know, he began to stutter when he was six years old or rather that's when his parents first noticed that he had a stutter and he did speech therapy he you know develops his own techniques he manages okay but he is trying folks so if you see him wind up with the ducks or even if you see him wind up with the columbus blue jackets that's someone that i can get behind and someone i can absolutely root for because he is proud of himself. He knows he's had it his whole life. And I just love it. I just love that little that little thing about him. That that is his own and makes him the all-around just character player that he is. Something that I would like. All right, that's going to do it for this particular podcast. This one's a little bit shorter than normal. But, you know, got to end it. Otherwise, I'm going to miss my flight. So once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. The, the audio side will go up first. Um, just a reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, etc. At free on YouTube, also on SiriusXM, YouTube as well. 
You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. My personal Twitter's at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. And once again, we'll be back with regular episodes. Um, I decided since I have Firebirds duties this week, there will be no show on Friday. Since I got Firebirds duties Thursday and Friday, this will be after coming back from a long flight. So, or not a long flight, but (laughs) just coming back. So, once again, no episode on Friday. We'll see how the next round of hockey goes for me because I'm still doing it. And it it is taken is taken a lot out of me. It's kind of taken its toll a little bit, but still getting episodes out on the audio side. So yay for that! Whew. Oh, also, also, um, don't forget that we still have a couple more episodes this week. I promised that I would do something a little bit different later this week. So yeah, I'm not gonna say what it is, but I got a, something a little bit different at the end of one of my episodes this week. So just wanted to make you aware of that. It'll be cool. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. I'm off to the airport. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together. <laughs>